Nevertheless, I was happy as a lark because my celebration was for 24 awesome years of being and becoming me. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Emily Jordan Blogcast. Thanks so much for listening. This week is the birthday edition. What, what? I turned 24 last week, and so I was very reflective and just like super nostalgic and you know the feels you get on your B-Day. So I was obviously excited and it's great to have like your one day out of the year, but I just like stopped and thought and I was like, wow, I have been alive for 24 whole years now, which honestly does not seem like that long. It seems like just a blip in the grand scheme of things. But I feel like when you say you're 24, it sounds kind of old-ish only because it's like an age where people are definitely like, oh, okay, so what do you do? But if you're like, say, 22 years old, people are like, you're still super young. You don't have to have it all together. You're probably even still in school. But I don't feel old. I feel kind of brand new. I feel like I'm just now like starting everything. So 24 is not really that big of a deal. Um, The big deal for me is just like how much has happened in 24 years of life. And so today's post, this episode is about 24 things I've learned in 24 years. And it's funny and it's kind of serious. It's a little lengthy since there are 24 things, but it's a really just feel good listen. And it's also super easy to stop and start because it's numbered. So feel free to either listen to this all the way through or just break it up as you need to. Because it is 24 things and because I know you have a life and a limited attention span, I'm not going to do a discussion to follow for time's sake as well as um, usefulness and practicality of that. Like you'll see in the blog or if you've already read it, you know what I'm talking about, that each little lesson has kind of an explanatory tidbit attached to it. So I feel like if I were to go into a discussion for each lesson, this episode would easily be an hour long. And let me tell you, I have no problem talking for an hour, but I do have a problem with listening to someone else talk for an hour. So I imagine you might have that similar problem, and I'm not going to do that to you. Also, like I mentioned last time, I do want this podcast to be a place where you're learning things and feeling inspired and motivated, all of those things. So even though this is 24 things that I've learned, I wrote this um, to share with you because I think that these are helpful and useful bits of knowledge. So these are 24 things that I've learned in 24 years, but they're definitely things that you may have learned as well or things that you're going to start learning from having listened to this episode. Either way, I hope that you enjoy these little lessons and the humor I've tried to insert in what could have been a terribly heavy and deep post, because I get like that for major life occasions. (laughs) So consider yourself lucky that I have spared you from a tear-jerking birthday post. Just ask my family about those types of writings. (laughs) All right, let's go. Here are 24 things I learned in 24 years. Last week, I turned 24 years old. Birthdays seem to get increasingly underwhelming the older you get. And the worst part about them to me now is the expectation the world has on you to celebrate in a certain way. This year on my birthday, I celebrated not by splurging on gifts or taking the day off completely or indulging in sweets all day long. I didn't go out and have one too many drinks or stay up super late. Nevertheless, I was happy as a lark because my celebration was for 24 awesome years of being and becoming me. 
I celebrated myself and I took just a few moments to stand still and look backwards at my life. And what I saw was a compilation similar to these 24 things that I learned in 24 years. Number one, the universe has my back. Call it God, fate, destiny, whatever you want. I wholeheartedly believe in the powers at play in the universe, and I know that she's got plans for me beyond my knowledge. When I look back at my choices, my path, and where I am now, I know there's absolutely no way I could have gotten myself here consciously. I learned to trust the universe. She's got my back, always. Number two, welcome to life. This has been a family lesson, honestly, and it's as true and wise as it is simple and stupid. Legend has it that my youngest sister was experiencing those pre-college woes. How do I make new friends? What if I fail a class? How do I open a bank account? Etc., etc. And voice them to my mom, who supposedly said, Welcome to life. A tough response, but the truth. I've learned that sometimes there is no consolation. There is no kiss it and make it all go away. Sometimes it's just life. Welcome to it. Number three, we're more alike than different. Boy, if I had a nickel for every time I heard my dad say this one. Each day, literally, this becomes more and more apparent for me. And learning that all of us everywhere across the entire planet are much more alike than we are different has been a game changer in the way I communicate with others and see other people's experiences. Rather than feeling distant and separate, I have learned to feel connected, and that it's likely I do understand what someone else is experiencing. Most things are tied back to the same basic feelings, desires, and general frustrations, and it's been a comfort to me to remember that I'm never as alone as I may think, since we are all more alike than we are different. Number four, honoring who you are often calls you to places you don't understand and can't explain, but it's so important that you do so anyway. This one's an OG quote by yours truly, and it took me not honoring who I was to learn it. But now I am happy to say I have indeed learned that very often staying true to who you are means doing some pretty crazy things in the eyes of others and even your own eyes. But there's nothing more rewarding or worthy in life than being truly you. Number five, foil doesn't always look like foil. Nope, no hidden philosophical meaning here unless you want there to be one. You know how you can't microwave foil? I literally learned that foil does not always look like foil. And that was an important lesson because I nearly blew my microwave up once. I wanted to heat up one of those little Fiber One dessert bars a few years back. And the rapper even said to try putting it in the microwave. What the rapper did not say, however, was that it was indeed made of foil. So it was necessary to remove the bar prior to microwaving. Just a heads up, y'all. Foil does not always look like foil. Number six, I can do hard things. This is one of the coolest and most helpful things I've learned in 24 years, and I learned it so many times over. Now, whenever I'm confronted with something and I think, man, this is going to be hard, I remember that I can do hard things, that I've already done hard things, and it's a small lesson perhaps, but it has been so very necessary for me. Number seven, the distance from our solar system to the nearest star, Alpha Centauri, is 25 trillion miles. I read this in a book once, and I was in such shock that I wrote it down and consequently committed it to memory. Yes, this is one of the 24 things I learned in 24 years. 25 trillion miles, guys. That's it. Number eight. Sometimes all you have to do is ask. How many times have you just been like, ugh, I want that. Why can't I have that? A promotion, a body type, money, a new car, a certain lifestyle. Whatever it is you want, have you ever asked for it? When I was teaching but enviously watching others live the life I wanted, it never occurred to me that I could just 
ask for that life and maybe get it. I could ask the universe or just people that could help me get there. Sometimes all you have to do is ask for what you want. It's simple, but it rarely crosses our minds. Number nine, people are people. Another silly one here, but actually not really. I learned that people are just people. We often walk around expecting them to be something different, but really people are just people and they do people things. They mess up. They make stupid decisions. They're selfish. They fall short, but we shouldn't fault them because people are just, well, people. Number 10, rule number six. I learned rule number six, which is don't take yourself so damn seriously. This one's from a book, but it's one of those parable type stories. And the man in the story asks, what are the other rules? And the man who delivers rule number six says, there aren't any. Learning to not take myself so freaking seriously has been a lifesaver some days. In other days, it has been a life creator. Number 11. The French language has no interdental fricatives. Again, nothing fancy here, but learning this in my college French phonetics course was an aha moment on a couple of levels. First, an interdental fricative is a sound you make when you pronounce the f sound. It's made by putting your tongue between your teeth, hence the interdental part, and it's called a fricative because it momentarily disrupts the passage of air from our mouths to the outside air. Anyway, learning this changed how I saw other cultures in general. To know that a sound, something I was indirectly taught to produce my entire existence and utilized every single day, perhaps hundreds of times, did not so much as exist in the mind or life of a French speaker, it made me understand how truly different our perspectives can be because of the knowledge we have, but don't even know we have. All right, linguistics nerd moment is over. Number 12, back up your computer. If you haven't learned this lesson by now, consider yourself lucky. And just trust me on this one. Number 13, all alone. Whether you like it or not, alone is something you'll be quite a lot. Thanks, Dr. Seuss. Another harsh reality that I learned after my first breakup, again during my freshman year of college, again during the year I lived in France, and yet again as I moved to New Orleans, and I'm still learning as I continue down all the paths I wander. As a very social person, this one was tough, and still is, but I'd rather have learned it than to have continued being frustrated by loneliness. I also learned that I'm quite capable of not just existing, but excelling on my own, and for that, I am thankful. Number 14, how to run and walk. I learned how to walk some 23-ish years ago, I'm guessing but I don't believe I learned how to run until about two years ago. My brother and sister-in-law decided to train for a half marathon, and they welcomed me on board when I decided, hey, that could be fun. It was a long 14 weeks or so, but I learned how to run, which was really cool. I learned how to be completely alone for 10 miles on my own legs. I learned how to keep going, how to slow down, how to breathe, how to suspend certain thoughts. Learning to walk has obviously served me immensely in 24 years, but learning to run took me so much longer and has served me so much differently. Number 15, a new language. I learned a new language. Back in 2008, when I started French class for the first time, speaking an entirely new language was an absolute dream. I did it though. I hold in my head a separate grammar, vocabulary, and phonetic system. This knowledge has changed more than just my communication with foreigners. It's changed my communication with people who speak my mother tongue. I'm very proud to know two languages, not necessarily for the practicality, but for the mindset it's given me. Number 16. Très souvent, au cours de notre existence, nous voyons nos rêves déçus et nos désirs frustrés. 
mais il faut continuer à rêver, sinon notre âme meurt. In learning a new language, I learned how to say this, something that has stuck with me since the day I read it, and then later, by chance, heard a professor say it in class. It says, very often, throughout our existence, we see our dreams disappointed and our desires frustrated, but we have to keep dreaming. If not, our soul dies. Tattooed on top of my left foot is, il faut rêver, which means, we have to dream, or, it's necessary to dream. And I got this permanently written onto my skin because of how deeply I believe it. It's true. We will often not make it. Our dreams will take different forms and change shapes. But we have to keep dreaming. Dreaming is what keeps me going. I love to dream. To imagine my life and then work it into existence. Number 17. The world is huger than huge. When I lived abroad and got to travel throughout Europe, I learned for the first time how big the world is. Of course, it's also small in a certain sense, but when I traveled, I realized how much of this planet is untouched and unknown by me, and it made me feel, for the first time, truly tiny, but in a good way. It's astounding, and it's one of those things I have to take a minute to really wrap my head around, but learning how big the world is has been both a comfort and a curse. It's been motivating and debilitating at the same time, but I think it's important to know something like this and wrestle with it a little. It has provided me with a beautiful tension. And I know that many people can say the world is big without understanding how truly big it is. I'm happy to have learned, or begun to learn, how huge the world really is. Number 18. We all speak different languages. Even though we might all be classified as English speakers, we might as well each have our own subset of words and rules within English. It's important to remember when we're speaking to people that everyone is speaking a different language. What means one thing to me? might mean something totally different to you. And language is not about words, but about meaning. Just because we all have the same set of words does not mean we all have the same set of meanings for those words. And learning this changed my interactions with people immensely. Number 19. Speed equals distance divided by time. In my senior year of high school, sitting in the second row physics class, I learned that how fast you move is merely a measure of how far you go in a given amount of time. My teacher was explaining why, when you're driving and attempt to pass a slow driver in front of you, you appear to be slowing down as you move over to get around, and thus have to hit the gas, even though you might have already been going faster, hence the need to get around them. He told us that it's because you're having to cover more distance now that you have to move over, area that the other driver does not have to cover. What this taught me was not to pay attention to speed, but distance. I'm much more proud of having gone further than faster. It doesn't matter how long it takes you to get there. It matters that you go. Speed is irrelevant. Distance is a much more reliable indicator of value, in my opinion. Number 20. Everything is a choice. I argued with this lesson for a while, as the world and my family and mentors, etc. tried to teach it to me. But I did not choose to be picked on by her. I did not choose to not like my job. I didn't choose to get that speeding ticket. It's easy to write things off onto other people. But at the end of the day, it's all a function of our own choices, be it how we're seeing things, how we're acting, or what we've done previously to get us here. You might not have chosen to be dealt bad circumstances, but you have chosen to see them as such. We can choose to see things as we please, and this means bad circumstances don't really have to exist except in our minds. Again, learning this has been and still is tough, but it's been so very necessary for the continuation of my happiness. Number 21. You can't change people. 
My mom told me once, people don't change and you can't change them. It was the worst news of my life at the time. I couldn't make someone do something. I couldn't make someone understand something. Now, it is liberating to know that changing someone is impossible. I don't even have to waste time trying. I can speak in a way that the people I wish were different could hear me, but I will never truly change someone because you just can't. Number 22. Strong people are not mean. Weak people are mean. I wish I had learned this in elementary school, but I didn't. So instead, I spend time now trying to teach it to the young girls I mentor. In the world, it can look like the mean people are the strong ones. Our bosses are mean because they have power. Famous people are mean because they're rich and famous. But meanness does not stem from strength, ever. Meanness comes from being weak. I learned to have compassion for the mean people in the world because they are the weak ones. Strong people do not feel the need or the desire to be rude to others because they are strong. It's weak people that resort to cruelty towards others in order to attempt to lift themselves up. So these are the people we need to be kind to, as hard as it is. Number 23. Sadness is a pool of passion looking for another container. My dad said this to me in an email in 2015 in response to me being sad about my job, my life, my circumstances. He said exactly, I'm sad that you're sad, but sadness is a pool of passion looking for another container. Boy, was he right. All that sadness really was just passion looking for a place to go. And I remember this now when I get sad. And it doesn't change that I'm sad, but it changes the way I see my sadness. It helps me to see that this sadness is just a wonderful feeling, passion, in another form. And it makes me almost excited to see where that particular sadness will take me. Number 24, how to ride a bike. Lastly, one of the 24 things I've learned in 24 years is how to ride a bike. I learned to ride a bike on Gilbert Drive in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And I remember my dad telling me that it would be so much easier once I got going, that even though my tendency might be to slow down, I should keep pedaling because that would help me stay balanced. I didn't understand how that would help, but about 20 years later, it makes perfect sense. Just keep pedaling, just keep going. Once you're rolling, things are infinitely easier, and getting started is always the hardest part, just like riding a bike. Phew! Okay, 24 things I learned in 24 years. Honestly, it was hard at the beginning to make that list, but then as I got going through it, I was actually having to make cuts and kind of narrow it down. Cause I mean, it just wouldn't have been the same effect to have like 38 things I've learned in 24 years. Like what's 38 got to do with anything, you know? So 24 is the magic number right now and 24 lessons from my life is what you got. I hope you laughed a little, learned a little and started thinking a little about some of the things that I brought up. Let me know what you think, either in an iTunes review, an email, a blog comment. Y'all, there are so many ways to go about reaching me. Really, there are so many ways to reach everybody these days. So there's really no excuse not to reach out besides your own desires or lack thereof. All right, I'm not going to shame you into contacting me or anyone else anymore. That is going to be it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Have a fantastic week, and I will talk to you guys again soon. Bye.